Total Wine & More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine & More has you covered at TotalWine.com. Total Wine & More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine & More has you covered at TotalWine.com. show hope you're having a great monday we're glad to be back with a brand new show tonight we're covering hot topics uh, we're talking about the whole bill cosby uh trial we're talking about kanye west his meltdown and uh how he wants to make amends with the the gentleman accused of uh mur- you know killing his his mother at plastic surgery we're also talking about uh knives and kelly and uh Khalees, uh situation she's saying that their relationship what's abusive and uh, volatile. And we're talking about all that in Hot Topics, just a lot going on. Plus, we're bringing the latest in movie reviews and uh, sports and fashion, of course, the best in music out there. You listen, we'll remind you all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, Instagram, and, of course, our official website, com. Keep it locked when we come back. Hot Topics, right back after this. Showing me my past My heart belongs in your grasp I only see you underneath your light I can't survive without your kiss My life dripping from your lips I'm nowhere if I'm to buy your Like time slows down And every breath is getting longer I feel my heart sinking to the ground And every weakness is getting stronger As I'm falling, I can feel you lift me up underneath your wings And this every touch, how you take my love and bring it back to life You bring it back to life I feel your fire burn underneath my skin And this every touch, how you take my love and bring it back to life You bring it back to life And I'm Single sound you make, I can feel your words all in the air. 
your voice making my heart beat If your soul is all I see It's like the rest of the world is not
And um, I think I was telling you, Ms. Parker, I don't think I ever adjusted to the time. So I'd always wake up like at 6 a.m., but it would really feel like it was noon, <laughs> you know, here because it's a six-hour difference. But it was it was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Um, they had, a, you know, Spam, The uh, I don't know if it's meat, but I guess it's a meat-type substance. They had a Spam festival uh, on uh, Saturday. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Oh, you, you've never heard of or eaten Spam before? I've heard of Spam, but I, just, I, I never liked it. But they had a whole festival, like a whole festival um, dedicated I to it. They're the number one consumer of Spam Hawaii. Oh, okay. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, we hiked up the volcano. You know, it's a man-made volcano. But it was a lot of fun, just a lot of good bonding time. We said we're going to start doing something like that uh, once a year, just get, get the family together and, and you know, uh, spending that time together. It was really great, really great. And I got in this morning, back on the grind, back on the grind. <laughs> How was your your weekend weekend? It was great. I had a a, a really great weekend. Mel was in town. I saw yeah. Girls. I hung out all weekend long. I'm exhausted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I stayed home, just you know, cook and ate and kind of just hung out. She left early that morning. Mel was one of my best friends, and um, right. She was in town for a conference, and she stayed a weekend with me, but. Got to see a lot of people um, over the weekend, and it was it was a really good weekend. And I'm That's glad really you had good. a good time on your trip. Thank you, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Chike, what's going on with you? Happy hey, Monday, brother. Welcome back. I'm so jealous. Oh my gosh! I mean, it was like paradise every morning. I, I will say, like you know, I'm sure you all have been places. You just wake, look up, and you say. You know there's a higher power, there's a God because of the beauty that's out there. You know what I mean? It was just beautiful. Absolutely. It was just beautiful. Absolutely. How was your weekend weekend? My weekend was awesome. Uh, the pin relays were here in Philadelphia, so um, I attended the um, – I went the last day because I wanted to um, experience the, the gold medalist runners, you know, the high caliber runners. Not to say that there's anything wrong with, you know, the colleges or the high schools because I've actually ran – um, myself, two different times, once in high school and once in college in the races. So it is a, it's a great event if you can actually make it to it. <clears throat> it's okay. awesome. Okay, and, nice. And, um, you know, track and field uh, from all around the nation, the world actually, comes to participate in um, the games. So it's like a little uh, teaser before we actually have some Olympics. So you get to see some of the people that are going to be future Olympic stars in the pin relays. It's a good uh, initial look to see who's the up and coming. Yeah. It's really, really nice. Yeah. So because I work for the pin corporation, I um, was able to have access. So it was just, it was wonderful. I got a chance to get on the field and everything else. It's awesome. Nice. Nice. That's awesome. All right, well, our question of the day is, if you could do anything for work and not worry about money, what would you do? Ms. Parker? I have always said this. I want Andrew, Andrew Zimmerman and Anthony Bourdain's job. <laughs> Travel around the world, eating amazing food, learning about people's culture through their food. I think, you know, I think food has a universal language where, you know, no matter where someone is from, when you're sharing food, you're sharing a happy time. Yeah. Um, it may not be something you're used to. Their comfort food may be something that is completely nasty-sounding, nasty-looking to you, but everyone has this common interest in eating things that they grew up with as kids that gave right. them comfort and reminded them of their childhood. 
and having to, being able to share that with other people is always so amazing. I was like seeing people experience their own food and then learning from them what different food means and why they eat. That's why I know so much. I was like, oh, spam, the number one consumer is, yeah. um, you know, mm-hmm. they eat that a lot. So, um, I think that would be. I think that would be. And when you when you travel to you, your mind expands. You you exactly. become a different person. Mm-hmm. So anything that involves traveling and eating, I would love. I'll do it for free. You did. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. What about you, Chike? So I'm kind of sort of like Miss Parker a little bit, except my area would be lodging. You know, hotels, motels, okay. uh, villas. Uh, when I travel, um, that's just one of my things. I like staying in um, really decadent places or decadent-ish places. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so right. um, it, it's about comfortability, and it is going to be your home away from home. And I just think that – and not, not that I think. I get something out of staying in places like that just because I have curiosity. Yeah. And – it's just, I don't know. It's just one of my things. So I could do that for free and just, you know, that could be my job. Just well, you know, one. around and stay in, watching. Okay. So one of, you know, one of the things that I, I used to not do and I wasn't comfortable doing was, you know, going somewhere by myself and venturing out into the city or venturing out into the town. And that's something that I've grown in doing that just from traveling over the last few years um, more. And I did that, you know, in Hawaii. You know, I had, even though my family was there, we, we all stayed in separate locations. And so, you know, I had an area that was remote to the beach and to that area, Waikiki, and I, you know, ventured out, went to restaurants, went running, went to the beach by myself. And so I think for me, if I could get paid to travel and, you know, like you said, uh, explore different cultures, you know, I'm getting better at that, especially when it comes to food, because <laughs> I used to be very picky. <laughs> so uh, but I think that would be something that I like to do. For sure. Yeah. But uh, tweet us at Stephen I Show, SHO, let us know if you could do anything, any work, and not worry about money, what would you do? All right, so hot topic. So Bill Cosby uh, was found guilty on three counts of a- aggravated incident assault in the Andrea Constant uh, sexual assault case against him. He could face a max of 10 years in prison for each charge, which could be 30 years. Now, uh, a former play, Playboy model, Victoria Valentino, she didn't mince her words when she was asked what did she think about a disgraced comedian, you know, what should be his sentence. She says um, that he should get the same special treatment he gave her. She said he should be violated once he gets, gets into prison. And she goes on to say that Cos was the most prolific serial rapist of the 20th century. What are your thoughts on his sentences and what are your thoughts on her response? Uh, actually, we've been talking about this all day uh, mm-hmm. at work, and um, you're innocent till you're proven guilty, and the court has proven this man guilty, so he's therefore guilty. Um, you know, it's 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 embarrassing because it's embarrassing because we this man was on a pedestal for us, and. Um, He's he's very disgraced at this point, and I chuckle, but you know I'm 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 saddened and I'm disappointed because there was a great legacy that has uh, fallen. Yeah. One of our our better ones has mm-hmm. fallen. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I think it's really important that when people 
um, idolize celebrities that they keep in mind that they don't know these people, right? You're idolizing um, an image of them that they're portraying in, in whatever entertainment uh, uh, venue that they specialize in. You don't know these people. So I find it so disheartening how people are personally attacking these women as if they were best friends with Bill Cosby, like as if they knew him. Now, mm-hmm. I do think everyone has redeeming factors. I think everybody has redeeming characteristics. I think we are the sum of all of our goods more so than we are our bad. I think we are by nature good people. Good. We want to be good, want to do good. You can still say somebody is a good, have good characters, display good values in certain situations, and still point out their evil. It's okay for you to say Bill Cosby's image on, on TV helped build the black community and show a different light. It's okay for you to say his character changed the way people saw African-Americans on TV. It's okay to say the show had an impact. It's okay to say all those things and still say him as a person, not the character he played, him as a person, wasn't that person, and him as a person did evil things. Mm. I don't understand why people, especially black people, feel like they can't separate who he played, what he, his legacy was as far as what he's done for our community television-wise and through the show, separate that from who he is as a man. And I've, I've been talking, I'm going to use a personal example, and I've, I've, said, I've said this to my close friends. I haven't said this to my to people, just, you know, anybody. But I can admit that my dad has been a great dad to me. He wasn't a great father to my siblings, and he has never been a good man to anyone he dated or married. I can mm-hmm. honestly say that with all of the love in my heart, and my dad and I are super close. Yeah. I can separate who he was to me as a father and who he was to my siblings as a father and who he was as a husband and boyfriend. That's true. But those are separate things. You have to be able to see people as we are. We are all very complicated, so very dynamic people, and we all have different sides to us. We have to be able to acknowledge that in people. That's the only way we can keep people account- accountable for their behavior. It's not, we don't have to con- condemn the entire person, but we can say your behavior is unacceptable, your behavior will not be tolerated, your behavior is hurtful, and that's not the behavior that we want as a representative of our, as our community. But we, 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 we do thank you for the, uh, the legacy that you've left in this character that changed people's views about how they saw us. You can do that and still, and still like what he did as, a, as his job but not who he is as a person. And I mm-hmm. just, that just bothered me that, do you know, one out of every four African-American women are sexually abused, and that number could be higher because sexually assault is something that most women don't report because it's a Right, yeah. There's yeah. so much shame attached to it, especially in our community, there's so much shame attached to it, and it's, been a, and it's a generational thing, right? And we've learned it from back in slavery. That's what I'm saying. Slavery has done a number on us. When, when, uh, when our... Our black men were made, to, were made to have sex with their mothers and sisters mm-hmm. and family members. And so that rape culture became a part of what we did even after, after we were our, our, uh, uh, our grandparents and parents were, you know, grand, great-grandparents were free. It became a thing where it was tolerated by black women. And then it's this it's silent cold that, you know, you don't say anything. And if you say something, you're automatically lying. And that, that bothers me to my core because the same people who are saying these things, I can guarantee you your mother, your sister, your daughter, someone in your family has been raped and sexually abused. And they're hearing you say these things, and it's hurtful. It's That's hurtful, and, and we're seeing you as a whole different person. When you say these things, we, we don't feel protected. We don't feel safe. This, this is a cultural thing that needs to change. 
Even if you feel like it's inappropriate for somebody to be airing out the dirty laundry, what I always tell people is, I'm sorry this happened to you, and I believe you. I always tell if it's a woman, a young child, a man, I always say that because people need to be validated. Their pain needs to be heard. When people say something has happened, some people need to be people need to understand that people don't. Not, it's very rare that somebody's going to make up a sexual assault. It's actually yes. the studies have shown that it's the opposite. People don't tell. Yeah, so yeah. That's just my plea. I've been, I've just been so hurt, not just reading the whole Bill Cosby thing, but reading the R. Kelly thing, mm-hmm. the whole Eddie Long thing. Our children not be feeling protected. Our young boys that are, that are being molested by by high power people not feeling safe. We need to make sure that each one of us take the responsibility to make everyone else feel safe. And I think too, what happens is. People who were sexually abused and never told have more of a chance to be sexual abusers themselves. That's true. So we yeah. have more of a heart and able to open up and say, it's okay for you to tell your story. It's okay for you to come up and be, and be clean about it and say what happened to you. And we believe you and we want you to feel safe. Guess what? That person might heal so they can't hurt somebody else. Don't keep the cycle going. Yeah. Yeah. And don't keep the cycle going. So what are your thoughts on, like, I uh, read that Matt Lauer and some of the other uh, powerful men that were, you know, uh, had these allegations against them are trying to stage a comeback. Do you think that it's too soon, or what are your thoughts on them staging comebacks? Yeah, I think right now it's not the climate for them to come back. I think what they need to do is to try to get some healing, some help for themselves, because I think right now it's just not the, the climate where people but, are. But see, see, see this. This is the thing where where my issue is. Granted, Bill Cosby did what he did, and he was sentenced. You know, he was guilty. He hasn't been sentenced yet. There will be no comeback for him. Even if he was 34 from this, how it played out, there is no comeback for him. Mm-hmm. How are those men able to come back? How How is it that they have a trick up their sleeve to come back? From the things that they've well, done. Well, we, we have to factor in all of the factors when we're talking about different people. Yes, I agree. There is white privilege in all sector of everything. So, yeah, including sexual abuse. So they have a chance because they're white males. And they, and they and white males have the power in this country, so they will always have a chance to come back. So that, but that's a separate issue, right? White privilege is a separate, it's, it's a separate connect, it's still a connecting issue, but it's a separate issue. We can use that to downplay what Bill Cosby did. We can't be working No, it's not. It, no, no, I wasn't using that to downplay. It definitely wasn't to downplay. It was talking like and aside to. It, it's not downplaying. Mm-hmm. No, but we're talking was, about the subject of me, abuse. I'll be in Bill Cosby's shoes right now. If it was up to me. But I think and this is what I'm saying. saying you necessarily, I'm not saying you necessarily, but I'm saying just as what I've been reading culturally. It seemed like they're, you know, I've seen these memes. They're naming all the white people that have been accused and how come they haven't been trialed, blah, 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 right? Okay, I totally agree with that. But right now, this is Bill Cosby Day in court. Their day is going to come. And whatever, if their day comes here on earth in the afterlife, their day is going to come. Right now, it's Bill Cosby. So let's acknowledge what he's done to these people. Let's acknowledge his victims. And let's acknowledge the fact that he's been found guilty. This man has not, there's never been a question. He's admitted several shows that he drugs women on different, there's a whole lot of recordings out there of him out of his own mouth. So it's this whole conspiracy theory of, I, and I understand why black people don't trust, trust the justice system, right? So I was reading an article, and, and I get it. I get it. We don't trust the, the justice system because the justice system 
a lot of times don't work for us. And I think in, I think in the R. Kelly case, it's an example of the justice system working against us because those girls have been young black girls. If those were young white women, I think Bill Cosby, the way he messed up was he, he didn't just rape black women. A lot of his victims were white. Yeah, yes. yeah, that's true. <laughs> they that's true. White, white justice court system would protect white people, white women at all costs. I don't care if he was 100 or something years old. They would have found a way to get him because some, most of his victims were white. R. Kelly right. would most likely not ever be trialed because they don't care about young black women. They don't care about us harming each other. The same reason Chicago, all the, all the shooting and stuff, and then on TV pretend like they're doing something about it. They're not doing anything about it because they don't care. It's black, black crimes against black. Now the black folks are shooting up white folks, we will have a problem. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, so all that, all that plays plays a role in it. And I, I hate to say this, I'm, I just want to to kind of go on record saying it. I don't think Bill Cosby's ego is going to allow him to go to jail, prison. I think if it comes down to him going and being locked up, I think he's going to do something to himself. Because he, oh, wow. I think he has convinced himself that he he has convinced that just how he just how his action has been in court. Um, after court, after being convicted, calling a woman a whore, calling the um, prosecutor. Yeah. That, that, that attitude, I can just tell he's one of those people, he's a narcissist. He's not going to allow himself to be put in a position where he's being locked up. Mm-hmm. When I was thinking about uh, a lot of these men, the ones that are starting to stage a comeback right now, I think it's their narcissistic attitude that thinks that they can do it yeah. right now. Yeah. 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 Because even, why would you even think in this climate? where Bill Cosby is being convicted, where every other day women are still on this Me Too movement, right? Mm-hmm. Why would you even think in climate is a good time? You better take notes from, from, from Russell Simmons, go take yourself to Bali, wherever you got to go do your spiritual cleansing, and right. yourself. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, listen, so on the heels of Bill Cosby's recent conviction, RCA Records, Apple Music, Spotify, and R. Kelly supporters and collaborators are being taken a task over Kelly's troubling uh, record of sexual misconduct that stretches back several decades. The hashtag Mute R. Kelly movement has been fully embraced by Time's Up organization's Women of Color Committee, which includes Ava DuVernay, Shonda Rhimes, and Janice uh, Smollett-Bell. That's uh, Jesse Smollett's sister. Um, The organization released a statement uh, pretty much demanding that Kelly's face, face the music Pun intended. They said, we demand an appropriate investigation and their queries into the allegations of R. Kelly's abuse made by women and their families for more than two decades now. We, de- we declare with great vigilance that a united voice to anyone who puts to silence us, their time is up. Now, uh, the time's up is seeking the action, you know, for RCA Records, R. Kelly's label, Spotify, Apple Music, which streams Kelly's catalog, and Ticketmaster, which has sold to his concerts. They're calling for a cancellation of his May 11th concert in Greensboro, North Carolina. In part, they said that, uh, you know, over the past 25 years, the man known as R. Kelly has sold 60 million albums, toured the globe repeatedly, and accumulated hundreds of millions of plays on radio and streaming devices. But during that time, he also has married a girl under 18 years of age, he was sued by at least four women for sexual misconduct, misconduct excuse me, statutory rape, aggravated assault, unlawful restriction, restraint, and furnishing illegal drugs to a minor. He was indicted on 21 counts of child uh, pornography. He has faced allegations of sexual abuse and imprisonment of women under threats of violence and uh, criminal harm. 
Do you think that they will be successful with this hashtag mute R. Kelly? Well, from what I understand, one of his concerts already been canceled, so I'm not sure if it's the May 11th one. But he released a video stating that he'd never known anybody to cancel shows based on on allegations, and um, you know he doesn't understand why this is happening to him. I say more power to them. I think it's it's up it's time that black women, the black community, and 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 um and the justice system stand up and say, you've been hurting black girls, and, and we've turned our eyes long enough. My thing is, I don't I don't care who you love. But I think the difference between liking a younger person, because I date older guys, liking a younger person that can that can be easily manipulated, than liking a, uh, being 50 and maybe dating a 35-year-old. See, if it's in a 35-year-old, she's mature enough to, to know where she's, what she's getting into. But you can't be 40 marrying an 18-year-old. That's ridiculous. That could be your daughter. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, only, only, only little boys do that. Grown men don't do that. Little boys do that. Right. He's a little boy in the mind. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, but that's a sign, too, because you're over here waiting for her to turn 18 so she can be legal. That's a sign, too, that you're a pedophile. You like young girls, and you probably been messing with girls who've been under 18. 18 is just an age that a government has put to, to, uh, to a person. It does not mean that they're mature enough to make the decisions that you're going to be expecting, you're going to be making in place of them because you've lived double their time of life. I just think, I just think it's ridiculous that a grown man will want to, and obviously, you know, it seems like he has some issues as well and, you know, some troubling, troubling past or whatever. That needs to be looked at as well. But I think right now he needs to be held accountable for all of the lies and all the people he had paid off to be the hush. Now, I yeah. wouldn't want my daughter being in a situation like that. Like, if we have to think about these things as if they were our sisters, our daughter, our, our family member. If right. it happens to somebody you love, how would you feel about it? That's true. That's true. And look at how many times he's gotten through what he's done with the throw, you know, of money at the situation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I thought he was going to go to jail back when that first sex tape came out back, what, 2002 or so? But uh, I guess money talks in some cases. Yeah, but, he, but the, the girl refused to testify against him. Mm-hmm, yeah, that's true. But he paid her off. And the thing is, I mean, my mom always said, where there's smoke, there's fire. And we keep getting these allegations against him and these situations, it's kind of like, okay, what's really going on? Obviously something, you know what I mean? There needs to be a full investigation. There needs to be a full investigation. Thorough investigation. All right, switching gears. So um, last week, singer Janelle Monae uh, revealed that she was pansexual. Now, as previously reported, the dirty computer song sister, Janelle Monae, Mm-hmm. As was reported, the dirty computer songstress told Art Rowan Stone uh, in her cover story that she initially identified as bisexual, but later read on pansexuality and the attraction towards someone regardless of their sex or gender identified and identified with that as well. So, so once she read that, she that's more who I am more than bisexual. So um, she's expounding upon why she thought it was important to speak out. She sat down with CBS and she said for ex- uh, for an extensive interview in her hometown, Kansas City. She said, after meeting with Monet's mother, a recovered addict father, and 11 aunts, the uh, reporter, he asked the singer about her relationship with the late mentor Prince. She said, if this was Star Wars, he was my kind of Yoda to my hand solo. Uh, the reporter asked her if she 
if she too uh, would portray her sexuality as sexually fluid like the Purple Rain singer did, and she said no because she wants dirty computers like herself to feel represented and celebrated. She said, I think it's important for people to be proud of their identity. I'm very proud to be queer, young, and black woman in America. I'm proud of who I am. I love myself, and I want for all the dirty computers around the world to feel seen, to be heard, and to feel celebrated, and to know that I am right here with you. What are your thoughts? Oh, by the way, uh, they said once she came out as pan, pansexual, that word was became the top search word of the week in the uh, in the Webster dictionary. What are your thoughts? And, and that just means that she's attracted to whoever. Whoever. She's attracted to at the moment. Right. 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 Um, right. I think I think that's fair. I think sexuality. I've always said it. I think sexuality is a complicated issue. I, I don't think attraction is is black and white, and I think that. Um, and I think society has made this thing where we have to label ourselves and put ourselves in boxes. I think as long as everybody involved is aware and everybody involved is, is, um, is an adult and everybody involved is happy, I don't care what you do. <clears throat> so I think, I think that, um, I, I think that, I think that, that um, there are voices like her that she is right that needs to be heard. And I think that people need to speak more about their sexuality and, and being open about it. You know, in her role. Now, obviously, if, if it's just you and I, that's a private thing. You have to go around now and everything. But I think we're in places where you can make an impact and inspire people, like, uh, in her position. I think it's okay for her to do that. Um, I don't know if I told you guys the story before, but I met a guy through a friend of mine doing charity work, and we linked up on, on Facebook. And he's an attractive man, and, you know, and uh, a couple, three or four years ago, he inboxed me, and we were chatting. And he was just very upfront. He was like, I'm polyamorous poly, 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 or poly, whatever it's called. Oh, yeah, I was married for um, I was married for you know over ten years. It didn't work for me. I don't believe that I could do with one woman. I like to be honest about it. And he was like, a lot of it, a lot of the, he was like, I have three girlfriends, and you know, and a lot of it is not even sexual because they don't even live there. It's like more of an emotional attachment to one, and the other one, she's just more fun. And, and I've heard that before. You know, it's yeah. just for a reason you're attracted to people, and everyone is aware of it. And he, you know, wherever. He travels and spends time with them, and they're all aware of it, and they're all doing the same thing. They're all spent, they're in relationships, but, you know, open to dating other people. And I was like, you know, at first I was like, what? But then <laughs> I, was like, I was like, you know what? As long as everyone in the situation. If it works for I them. Yeah. Yeah, and I knew people in, re- in real life in Atlanta who were in situations like that. But I think what cut me off guard was how upfront he was about it. Mm-hmm. Um, there was no no secret, no hiding, no in the shame about it. He was just like, oh yeah, I've tried a marriage thing. I've tried to be, my, you know, uh, one woman man. It's not doesn't work for me. He was just like, but he was just so upfront and so comfortable with it. I think that's what shocked me more so than what he was saying. Um, but I I think sexuality and, and different relationships work for different people, um, you know. And so I think for her to be on that platform and share that. I think that's great because it's going to give other people an idea. Maybe there's somebody who's struggling with trying to figure out, and you know they may be depressed about it. And then she comes and say that, and then they figure, well, I don't have to choose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, right. Yeah. Everybody's fault. I don't have to choose, and maybe this isn't as bad as I think it is. So, I think when people on platform use their voice to give other people voices, it's always a good thing. Yeah. All right. Well, look. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back with more hot topics right back after this. Oh, 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 
setting Past the nigga they chasing But they chupa she checking Forget them on Safaye Safaye Forget them on Safaye Safaye Hungry lion they waiting But I'm in the setting Past the nigga they chasing But they chupa she checking Checking I said that you pass, she waiting, she checking, she looking, and she not know what they are talking. I told her that trouble she causing, the way that she rocking and shaking her too much. Only not far too matter, for the homie, she from Kakatai. All the men is scatter, that all been in a way in a track line. When you tie your lapa, and you wear your skin test, when you rocking your too much, and yeah, I want my ring. What do you not see from get capping? Like I said before, hungry line blocking. You leave it, another scam and we'll buy pay. Grab it, squeeze it, we we'll drop it. At a time, you will be trying how to catch it. You know you're missing a Casaba for Bette. You fix it, oh, fire, trying how to catch it. Then you won't speak serious now till they get Pretty girl, let me take you out of dinner. I got a cheddar, forgive me, I was a sinner. Gonna be better from January down to December. Take trips, go to spots even in the winter. So sexy, gorgeous, and beautiful. Everything. That we do is memorable. I'm feeling you from your head down to your toes. Don't have to speak on it, I'm gonna show. Anytime she walking, yeah. the boy them be watching. The boy them be watching. Anytime she walking, yeah. the boy them be jacking. The boy them be jacking. Baby got you temptation. Anytime you turn girl, you confusion. Jackie, but 
the Stephen Knight Show. Hey, don't go to sleep without saying your prayer. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. I want to remind you all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, Instagram, and, of course, our official website, thestephenknightshow.com. You can also uh, check us out on iHeartRadio, Apple um, Podcasts. Go to our website. Find out more about that. All right, Kanye West. So last uh, week he made headlines, obviously, for uh, pretty much having a love fest with 45, uh, President 45, and uh, he tweeted himself with a, a hat with Make America Great Again with um, two white gentlemen, and he was making comments saying that you don't have to agree with, his, with uh, 45's policies, but, you know, he's just kind of saying how they had the same character you know, personality, and, of course, 45 was, you know, he loved that stroke of his ego, whatever. Well, and what's calling, uh, here's a new story, what's his calling of active forgiveness, Kanye West is putting the man responsible for his mother's death on the cover, on his album cover. He shared a text between him and someone named West and included a photo of the, photo of the plastic surgeon Jane Adams. Kanye says that the pic will be his cover art and the album will be called Love Everybody. In 2007, Adams performed breast reduction surgery along with liposuction and other procedures on uh, Kanye's mom, which led to her later passing away at home. The coroner said the death was linked to culinary issues triggered by the surgeries. Now, Kanye West tells uh, us that the album cover is an olive branch to Adams as he urged his fans to reach out to someone they haven't spoken to in a while and settle their difference, differences something he believes that could heal, lead to world peace. Kanye thinks moments like the leaders of North and South Korea embrace is the beginning of something great in the world, and he is choosing his album cover, is doing his part. He also said that he would be releasing some music on social media to kind of explain uh, his, his post last week about, you know, so, uh, celebrating 45 and, you know, calling himself the, what did he say? I think he said he was the the Today Generation, Walt Disney, and all that kind of stuff. So he released a song, but people aren't really feeling it. What are your thoughts on Kanye West? And what are your thoughts on this um, album cover? Drama, drama, more drama, 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 drama. I'm glad you take that on, okay? <laughs> <laughs> drama, drama, more drama, 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 drama. He's a part of the Kardashian clan. Drama, drama. Get sensationalized, drama, drama, more followers, drama, money, drama, press, drama, drama, excite me, I got an album to push, drama, drama. Shut up. Well, you, know, up. Well, you know, after I, he, I agree. After he, after he uh, posted those things about 45, he lost 9 million uh, Twitter followers, like within an hour. See? But it's working out in his narrative because, Remember, and I need you to remember when Kanye said that he wanted to run for president. Right. Now, don't forget that. And Hold, on to that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hold on to that. <laughs> He's up to something. Yeah. I, I mean. I don't trust it. I think part of it is him, is marketing. I think, as my dad says, everybody's not wrapped too tight. Something is wrong with this man. And. I'll, you know, Kim Kardashian came to his defense and said, because people were saying that he has mental health issues online, and she said that people shouldn't be quick to diagnose that they don't know him personally and all that, whatever. 
I don't know. It's just annoying right now. Annoying right now. But, yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with all that. All right, so Carney B is having the best two years ever, and her former manager, Shaft, uh, would be enjoying more fruits of her labor if he was still employed. So apparently um, this man, her former manager, she got rid of him, and she um, joined management with her fiancé, Offset, um, his management team. Now, this manager says that he's the one that um, really got her out there. He's the one that wrote that song. What was the song? Her hit, her big hit. Um, oh, that yellow? Yeah, he wrote that, and he invested all this money in, in uh, her career to get her to become her, a household name. But according to TMZ, the reason why Cardi uh, got rid of him is because they said that he was fudging the books. Like if he if he would say the booking fee for her was a hundred thousand dollar payment, he would he would tell her that it was really fifty thousand dollars, and he was making twenty percent on management royalty. Now, uh, Shaft has filed a ten million dollar lawsuit against Cardi for breaching her contract with him, since he was a major part of her rags to riches rise. He probably acknowledged that he does get twenty percent. Is higher than normal, but urges that he spent more money than normal trying to uh, make her who she is now. Who do you believe? I believe him only because, you know, Cardi B's new to the game, and there's some lessons to be learned. And sometimes you got to play along and get along in certain situations. Everyone gets robbed their first time out the box. Everyone does. It's just everyone gets robbed. It's just part of the business. And she survived it. But I don't think going to her husband's management team was the move to make at this mm-hmm. particular time. I think she, she should have probably gone with a bigger agency, one that has the legs to take her to the next or to handle this wave that's about to come her way. Because there's a whole other thing about Cardi B that's about to happen with this whole baby and motherhood and this ride that she's on. If she gets the right people behind her, she could really do something with all that. Yeah. Just saying. More money, more problems. <laughs> it does seem like, though, you notice a lot of stars as they get bigger and bigger, the people who help them get there, sometimes they – do you think they outgrow them or do you think that uh, they just move on to the next – from from I what I've, ex- oh, I'm sorry. Who says Parker? I think people get in their heads. I think when you're moving in a different level from the from the level that she was playing in before, now she's she's linked up the Migos and you know their management team are bigger and better and been, you know and have more clout and more power. People get in your head. You don't need that person anymore. We you can believe with this person and, and this person been business. This person is this powerful. So I think that's just what it is. I think people move beyond where they think that person's capable of. I think that's where the whole loyalty thing gets in, in you know, when people talk about loyalty. But I think, too, with that being said, um, people have to realize that people are always going to make the best choice for them. Mm-hmm. They're not going to think about, oh, you was riding with me since I was, they're going to make the best choice that makes sense for them. So if somebody's telling them, this manager can get you millions of dollars because they know the game and they they got powerful moves and powerful people in their corner, guess what? She's been grinding for seven, eight years, whatever many years she's been grinding for. Yeah. She's gonna try to go. She's gonna go where she thinks the money's gonna be. That's true. That's true. true. And and and, and, and in this business, business. In, in this business, it's about relationships. And sometimes when you when you do step up levels, you get 
access to people with those different types of relationships. That's what it's about. Right. So if those people can get those doors open for you, then you might want to start about, you know, leveling up. And it has nothing to do with broken relationships, but as your business grows, you have to grow. Or, you know, you've got to grow along where the money's going. And then also, I think one thing you don't do, which I've learned, and of course I'm no, I'm not in that uh, caliber of a celebrity at, at all, but you don't sign long multi-million, I mean multi-year management deals. You sign right. two-year, maybe three. You know what I mean? Because things do change, and um, and nine nine times out of ten, it it, it has a, a a financial cap to it. Right. So like, say if you sign to me. I could guarantee you to get you so much amount of money the first year, and if that does happen, right. then we can revisit and then renegotiate something else after that. Exactly, exactly. All right, well, Kalise Turnhead, uh, she says she had an uh, hour-long interview. She said that her and her ex, Nas, they, she said that he had a heavy drinking problem and become violent. She said, I'm not afraid to throw a punch, but I would ne- never start it. She said, I was never that angry. He was angry, and he was dark, and he always had been that way. Now, Nas hasn't responded to his comments, but she said when uh, Khalees and Nas married in 2005, they were held as hip-hop's royalty. Um, his debut, Illmatic, is considered one of hip-hop's classic albums, while she scored era-defining, trend-setting hits with Milkshake, Trick Me, and Caught Out There. But uh, behind the scenes, their relationship was tumultuous and toxic, she says, and and often became violent. She said, I never painted myself as a saint. I never just sat there. Did he hit me? Hmm? I did. She said, yes, and she said I would hit him back. Now, she's now 44 and said that a pivotal point in their relationship came when details emerged of Rihanna's abuse at the hands of Chris Brown in 2009. She said, I remember so clearly when the pictures came out, and, I, and the only way... I could describe it was double dutch. I felt like, do I jump in? Do I stay in? Or no, do I jump in? Do I say it? Because uh, at that point, she said she had bruises all over her body. Now she said, seeing Rihanna the way she looked, she had to look at herself, and she said, I was embarrassed. Um, she said, ultimately, however, she did decide not to reveal her own story, so I wasn't ready to walk. Up, you know, she said she just wasn't at that time. She said that what made Made, she said she wasn't weak. She just thought that this was my partner, so I chose I need to stick it out. But when she got pregnant with their first child, Knight, that's when she decided that she needed to leave because she said that she couldn't imagine bringing a baby into that toxic uh, relationship. She's now, um, it was, you know, she divorced on irreconcilable, oh, excuse me, differences in uh, April 2009 and gave birth in July, less than a year the divorce was finalized. Now, she's now remarried. She got married in 2014 and has a two-year-old son, uh, Shepard, with her. He's an estate agent, her husband. She said, I moved on. I'm married. I have another baby. Life is good. Um, but she decided she wanted to share her story. She said, women can't, be, women can't be afraid to fight. I have edited myself for nine years, and I woke up this morning and said, not today. Now, Nas uh, initially did not, he did not release any statement. But he did go post a picture on Instagram, a throwback picture of him and his son, uh, and it said, this is what it's all about, pure peace, pure love, pure happiness, hashtag throwback, hashtag fathers and sons. 
Well, the internet's not buying his response. Someone commented, I forgot I was following your woman beaten self, unfollowed. But before I go, being a dad is your job. You don't get rewards for doing it. How about you give your ex-wife a public apology for the years of beating her A and verbal abuse? Tell me where the lie. What are your thoughts? I mean, I believe it. I mean, I wouldn't think that she would she would fib about any of that. But I, my only question that I would ask is the timing of it. And, you know, Nas is about to come out with a new album. Khalees didn't get what she wanted when she went to court. You know, the timing is just, I don't know. They're still fighting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think, you know, I think, of course, she's being dismissed as a liar. And it's funny because I think black women are the most, most critical with each other. Um, I, I believe her. Not only do I believe her because I think if she was being vindictive, she wouldn't have waited nine years. I think if she was, uh, you know, angry at the fact that they're now together or whatever, maybe it wouldn't be nine years later. I think she's telling her story because she's probably just tired. Mm-hmm. Tired of the BS. And so you, so you don't think that that, that, recent, that recent trip to court where she was asking for an increase in money and she was not given that and what she's doing now is not related? I think it is related only because when she wasn't given the increase, He's coming out and said stuff about her. So yeah. after the judge came out and, and then said, you know, denied her, whatever, she went about her business. Then he started releasing these uh, these little things about her or his people in his camp, whoever started saying that she was a gold digger and she was this and she was that, and that oh that she he wasn't being able to see he wasn't being allowed to see his son and all this stuff. So she was so now she has to defend herself. Then yeah, she, she did out, say that you know, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you can't. You can't see my son when you come and show up every every six months, and you want to change the schedule. Just show up and pick him up whenever you want. So that's not going. That's not going to work. And so in that case, I do believe that it does have to do with the court. But I think if he would have just went on about his happy business after she got denied, she would have went on about her happy business, and he's not posting anything and trying to act like he's the great dad and all that, and not ruffling her feathers, it would have been fine. But you can't. True. You can't. Have and she. And she said in the, in the interview that he's very ego-driven, like he worries a lot about public perception of him. Mm-hmm. So he fights to I keep, that. you know, that wall that. up. Yeah. Wow. A lot of toxic people are. That's what makes them toxic because they're two different people. You never know what's going on in people's closed doors, huh, behind closed doors. So true. All right, last topic. So uh, it is sad. It is sad. Definitely sad. So he's been canceled too. (laughs) Well, last night was the White House correspondent dinner, and comedian Michelle Wolf gave what a lot of people call it a fantastic performance. Well, of course, Forty Five was not feeling it. You know, she went on on his entire administration, called it a total disaster and an embarrassment. Um, and Trump. No, I'm sorry. 45 said it was a total disaster and embarrassment. She did go off, go in on his whole administration. Uh, anyway, so he tweeted, he said, the White House Correspondent Dinner was a failure last year, but this year was an embarrassment to everyone associated with it. The filthy comedian totally bombed, couldn't even deliver her lines, much like Seth Meyers' week's performance. Uh, put the dinner to rest or start over. Then he said, the White House Correspondents' Dinner is dead as we know it. This was a total disaster and embarrassment to our great country and all it stands for. 
fake news is alive and well and beautifully represented on Saturday night. Uh, the White House Correspondent Association, oh, also, I'm sorry, that was his statement. But the association also did not uh, did not take too kindly to our jokes either. They said that um, last night's program was meant to offer a unifying message about our common commitment to a vigorous and free press while honoring civility, great reporting, and scholarship winners, not to divide people. Unfortunately, the entertainer's monologue was not in the spirit of that mission. Did you hear the, uh, did you see anything about this? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I watched it today, and um, honestly, we can't, like the uh, the lady on the view said the best, we can't hold comedians at a higher standard than we hold Donald Trump. Yep. Trump has, has, has said worse things. He can mm-hmm. say worse things than that, and the Republicans seem to be fine with it. But because somebody else is saying things that's offensive to them and him and his administration, all of a sudden it's outrageous. Right. So, so you can't hold a comedian because that's her job. It's supposed to be funny and, and, and be outrageous. You can't hold her for doing her job at a higher standard than you hold a president for not even coming close to the standard of what he should be morally and mm-hmm. ethically and everything else. I agree. I agree. You know, we're, we're, we're embarking on uh, dangerous territory, you know, because it's now getting to the point where you're infringing upon the right of free speech. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's edging there, but even more so, um, as an artist myself, I feel like if he wanted to, he could possibly start um, silencing the artist's gift of expression. Because yeah. that is the art form. She's a comedian. How are you going to silence her act? What right do you have? Yeah. That's her expression. That's how she feels. Yeah. Well, you know, Kathy Gifford was on The View today as well. Remember, she came under fire when she had the picture of the um, his head, you know. Um, yeah. Be- well, she, beheaded. She, yeah. She said that she apologized at the time, but she wished she didn't because she said that is freedom of speech. And she said that how... Uh, the, the um, his administration had people call the supporters and uh, to, she said her shows were getting canceled, but it wasn't because people weren't buying tickets. because they were making rotary calls to have, uh, you know, complaints and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, that is big when the president is calling in and impacting business. That's not, you're not supposed yes. to do that. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing that he has done there, because she was on um, Real Time with Bill Maher, uh-huh. And she she was talking about how they put her on the no-fly list so she couldn't yeah. even go fly to gigs and she was booking stuff. Uh-huh. And then they would harass her at the airport. Right. That's They're crazy. Take, take her ID. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Lord, help us all. Well, listen, that's all for our time. This Parker, thank you as always. Chica, I know you'll be in movie reviews. We remind you, we're all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, Plus, Instagram, and our official website, StephenIShow.com. We'll be right back after this.
Says she in love with diamonds It's true Let's just keep it real I can tell you're hiding, baby What's up with you? Tell me how you feel Cause when it all comes down to it, baby They can't love you like a don't know Who know it? Now we gotta get past this part Only real love should be in your heart If that's what you want, I got enough to tell Every single day I hear the same thing Been drowning in a love that wasn't meant for you And we gotta know that we both messed up a real good thing Baby, yeah, yeah, yeah She in love with diamonds, still ain't nothing behind that I wanna be the one to say it But I gotta tell the truth You roll up and say you wanna be in love, but you don't, you don't want it Cause you don't know what to do I ain't saying I'm the perfect man, no Still I try to understand how you feel, but you never reciprocate You just put on your diamonds and walk away Get past this part Only real love should be in your heart If that's what you want I got enough to tell Every single day I hear the same thing Been drowning in a love That wasn't meant for you We gotta know that we both Messed up a real good thing Baby, yeah, yeah, yeah She in love with diamonds Still ain't nothing behind that Yeah, we do it right 
We keep up in these streets, yeah, from day to night. Y'all know where we be, yeah, you know we rep that. That 312, yeah, that way the city. That 312, yeah, my head is with me. That 312, yeah, that way the city. That 312, yeah, my head is with me. From the shot, my dude Came in the game for the crown, my dude Know a couple goons from the south side I'll leave your mouth wide open And don't make the whole crowd move like rah, rah. With a round, my dude From the low end to the wild, wild too Hunters and these youngers They be gunning and be stunting Ain't no punk Nobody smiling at you, huh? It'll go down, my dude Without a word or a sound, my dude South, out west, they will clown out too Bring out that cannon for nicks Demanding your shit While you panic and flinch You standing and pissing And vanishing, dipping Go bands with a chicken And laugh at that lick That they hit real quick These dudes Wild out too, huh? You know now, my dude. The look of the street is a frown, my dude. Don't work, you don't eat, stay from round they food. The hunger, the feast of shot town, don't snooze. The heat of that bang of that hammer, these tools. They using the war on the street, and there's few who live by that. Don't die by that, that's fact. It's shot rack. I'm from that, from that, from that. From the Midwest, homie, this is life. We do it the best, yeah, we do it right. We keep up in these streets, yeah, from Hey, what's up, y'all? It's the First Lady Faith Evans, and you're listening to the Stephen Knight Show. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. Chike, you're holding down movie review solo today. Adam's out. Yes, <laughs> sir. Yes, sir. Uh, again, welcome back from Hawaii. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. So, yeah, you know, okay. I, watched more, I watched more movies in the last two weeks, two, three weeks, than I've watched all year, I think, with these long flights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, well, which which movies did you watch? Tell me. I watched um, Kidnap, Kidnapped. I watched that. I watched Black Panther again. Of course, Wakanda Forever. I okay. watched. Um, okay. It's the movie with the two brothers. Glenn Close is the mom, and they're trying to find who their father was. So apparently, Glenn Close was a slut back in her day, and then they find that. Did you know that movie? Is, is it The World According to Gark? Was it that one? I don't think so. It's like a comedy. It has um, what's that guy's name? Uh, no, I don't. I don't remember the name. I know it's, it's not the world according to God. It's an. I can't remember the name of the movie, but I saw it. I know what you're talking about. It was good too. Yeah, it was really good. I saw that. Uh, I'm trying to find it real quick. I saw that. I saw the movie where um, where they are shrinking the people. Shrinking the people. Yeah, they're shrinking the people, um, trying to because of global warming and all this stuff. And it's um, Matt Damon's in it. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. I know what you're talking about. Was it good? Because yeah. I didn't see it. Yeah, that it was weird, but it was good. It was good. Okay. Um, I'm trying. To, uh, short was it short? Something. I don't know. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm not good with names of movies, <laughs> but I saw that movie, da- Downsizing, Downsizing, that was good. There it is. I saw um, uh, the movie about the, the, the little boy who's deformed, um, his face is deformed, uh, Julia Roberts' face is Wonder, I saw that, a great yeah, movie. That was a great I, movie, yeah. I was embarrassed because I was trying not to cry on the plane. <laughs> yeah, I told you, when I reviewed that movie, I told you I was crying. I was trying to cry on the plane. That man, I was trying not to let the man beside me see that I was crying. <laughs> that was great. Um, what else did I see? Ah, oh, shoot. 
while you're talking, I'm gonna look at the movies I saw. I saw, but that, but that was about that was about ten hours right there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I watched them. There was there were some really good movies. Oh, I watched um, uh, Detroit. I watched Detroit yeah. when I was going to L.A. That was a great movie. Great right. movie. Um, watched that. Yeah, I've been watching these movies. <laughs> but what'd you okay. say? So let let's get into two hundred and fifty million dollars. Yes. In the U.S. alone. Woo. $380 million international. Oh, my gosh. $641 million globally. And mm. that's just through the weekend. Wow. It hasn't, even, it hasn't even done anything. It is the biggest box office opening of all, all time. time. Yep, yep. This film includes the film House of Guardians of the Galaxy, The Avengers, Black Panther, Thor, Hulk, and Captain America. Mm. Combinedly known as the Avengers Infinity War. This movie, <laughs> coming off the heels of Black Panther, is killing it right now. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's so worth it. This film was so good. Um, I felt myself, I felt hair standing up on the back of my neck. And I, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest and say that I'm a little biased. I've been into this genre since I was a knee high. Okay. So it, it had a place with me, like spiritually, like it's in, in me because I grew up with it. Mm-hmm. So to get to a point to be at an age or live to an age to be able to see this come to life the way that it has from being in a little dusty little booklet with thin paper, you know, sometimes poorly drawn cartoons in a book to now seeing it on the screen in 3D and in IMAX. It is so amazing. And and I know I'm sounding like I'm really geeking out on this film, but the truth of the matter is, it's just good entertainment. Yeah. I mean, this is th- with these films, these type of films, this is as good as Hollywood gets right now as far mm-hmm. as this is concerned. Mm-hmm. And with these films, I can see the box office, why the tickets are the way that they are, because of how they're oh, producing yeah. them. They, co- they cost a lot of make. So they're going to cost you a lot to go witness and watch and experience. Um, Storyline was solid. Everyone is featured in the movie. Everyone has a shining moment. Um, <laughs> I, I, I can't really get into detail about Please certain, don't. Please don't. I, I won't. I won't. <laughs> oh, there's but, been you know, for me on social media already, but go ahead. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. Don't look at it. Don't look yeah. at it. Don't yeah. look at it. Don't look at it. But um, it, it lived up to its expectations for me. It, it really right. did. And, um, of course, this is a Marvel movie, so you stay. The credits are going to be long because they don't do – and I will tell you, this is a spoiler. They're not going to give you um, halfway through the credits. They don't do that in this movie. You have to wait through all the credits are over, and then you get the teaser. Mm. And it is a teaser. <laughs> wow, wow. Uh, I, I don't even know what else I can say about this movie. Um, it's just, it's, it's everything. Um, I saw some other films. I'm not going to review them right now because they were uh, smaller films on Netflix. I will do that next week because I want to talk about them in detail. I don't want to take too much time. But Infinity War is the ticket. Check it out. And there were some great previews. You see a really long uh, the trailer preview for the long version of Venom. Um, which only entices me even more to want to go see it. Okay. Um, 
what else can I say? Just go check it out. But but I do have a little editorial for our, our movie people. So the first time this, what I'm about to tell you, has ever happened to me being in a theater. It's an AMG theater, and everyone's sitting down, and the lady comes in the bottom, and she says, excuse me, everyone, this is going to be a sold-out show. Every seat is accounted for. If you do have someone under the age of two that you did not pay for, they must be sitting on your lap. They cannot have a seat. Oh, wow. That's, that's the first time I've ever heard that, which now takes me to my next issue. The issue is, people, why are you bringing babies to the movies? Yeah. You need to leave your babies at home unless it is a, a, a movie for children, but like two and under, are they really paying attention? Are they really watching the movie? I know that there are some advanced two-year-olds that could watch a cartoon on the movie theater. Yes, those are the exceptions. Well-behaved younger children. But infants and, like, one years old, why can't we get a babysitter? I, I know that mom and dad need time out, but Megan, Charles, get a babysitter. Keep the kid at home. Because yeah. if, if I pay $25, now let's be real. We're talking snacks, popcorn, if I'm right. on a date. If I spent $56 at the movie theater that night to sit down in the seat for quiet and peace, and it would be a lot more than $56 now that I'm really thinking about it. It would be more like $80. 80. Yeah. Let's, let's be real. Yep. $80 at the movies tonight to, to actually sit here and enjoy this film, and your kid starts crying. Honestly, I'm going to ring your neck. Like, seriously, <laughs> you're ruining the moment. Leave yeah. your children at home, please. Please, leave them at home. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but go to the movies. I mean, enjoy it. And you don't even have to go. I mean, unless you want to really enjoy that IMAX and the 3D, you don't necessarily need to do that. You could see it on a matinee in 2D, which is probably roughly like $5. Okay. It's a choice. Yeah. yeah. It's a choice. Yeah. And and what what I love and what I've always enjoyed ever since I was a kid which I, which I had in this this movie, which all, makes it all the better for me, is when there's crowd participation with the movie. That always makes me feel really good because it, it it makes me feel like we're all on one accord. Right, all watching. You know, with all the things that are going on. I yeah. mean, and I've always felt this way. With all the things that are going on and how separated we are, we're in that movie theater, sitting in the seats, and we're all loving and enjoying what we're experiencing. We're all on the same page at the same time. Interacting with one another, you know, clapping and yelling things out. There was a scene that happened, something that happened on the screen, and one man had reacted to it loudly, and everyone else started laughing because of his reaction to it. But it was the truth. <laughs> like, we were all on the same accord. It was a good time. Yeah. It's like I was in the living room with a whole bunch of strange friends. Exactly. Exactly. I like that, too, when everyone's interacting together, you know what I mean? Everyone's having mm-hmm, a good time, mm-hmm. enjoying the movie. Yeah, yeah. And and I've always enjoyed that, but it's, uh, to be honest, in all the movies that I've seen, I've only felt that really um, great in only a few movies. And it was Jaws. It was Anaconda, the one with Jennifer Lopez in it. Oh yeah. And um, it was one of the one of the uh, Friday the Thirteenth. I can't remember which one it was. It might have been the one that was in three days. I think the third one. I went to go see that in the theater. It's not too many. And, of course, Black Panther and now the Avengers. 
it's it's like we're all on the same page at the same time and we're all experiencing the same thing and feeling the same way about it. That's Very awesome. Yeah. Love yeah. it. Hey, all right. Anything else coming down the pipeline? <clears throat> um, May 25th, you know, I'm looking for Venom. Uh, Tom Hardy is playing Venom and you know, he's just one of those actors. If you don't know who he is, he played Bane in What Batman's Behind. And, um, yeah, I think he's an awesome actor, and I think he's going to do the role justice, especially from the trailer. It, it pulled me in even more. So, yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. All right, all right. Well, Chike, as always, thank you for letting us know what to spend our money on. I'm going to see Avengers this week, so I look forward to talking about that next week. And, uh, okay. Yeah. Have a great week, and we'll talk again next Monday, okay? Absolutely. All right. We'll be right back after this. Take it. 
bitch, I'm a dog, see I'm married to the game I said I do, since then shit ain't been the same I leveled up beautiful people it's your girl monisa and you're listening to the Stephen knight show welcome back to the Stephen knight show janera how's it going great how are you Stephen? i'm good i just got back from hawaii this morning but i was able to sleep all oh, this morning i know you have to be tired oh my gosh well i slept on the plane <laughs> a lot but why say that was the longest flight i've ever taken in my life <laughs> uh, yeah because <laughs> like, what is oh, it like eight or nine hours it was 11 hours from me yep Oh, wow. Did you have any layovers or anything? Yeah, I had about an hour and a half layover in L.A. going. Oh, home. yeah. Yeah, which oh, I think goodness. is actually good because breaking it up. But, I mean, <laughs> coming back this morning. Yeah, that's, like, a, oh, that's a long flight. Yeah. 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 How was your weekend? Um, I can't complain. I can't complain. That's good. That's good. Well, you got some great stuff for us. Let's get and take it away. I do. So I just want to go ahead and warn everybody that this is a very dry time for sales because, you know, we're now, of course, we're another holiday is coming up, Memorial Day. Yeah. And, um, you know, April is about to close out. So it's really, really dry, but I was still able to find some things for everyone. So I'll go ahead and get started. Uh, Target is having a sale. And if you shop there now, you can get an extra 20% off of all clearance items. Um, Neiman Marcus is having a sale. Well, I'm sorry. Let me take that back. Neiman Marcus Last Call is having a sale. And um, if you shop there now, you can save up to 55% during their fine jewelry event. Plus, you can get an extra 30 to 65% off of everything, including their clearance items. Today, today only and online only, uh, you can shop Express and get 40% off of everything. And there are no exclusions, so that does include their clearance items. Uh, if you shop the Gap online only, uh, you can get 40% off of everything with no exclusions. You just have to use code THANK YOU, and that's T-H-A-N-K-U at checkout. Plus, you can get an extra 10% on top of that um, off of your purchase with code EXTRA. And uh, Gap does have one of those uh, sites where you can enter multiple codes. I know that there are some out there where you can't, uh, but Gap has, happens to be one of those where you can enter multiple codes. Uh, Nine West is having a sale, and if you shop there now, you can uh, get forty up to forty percent off of your purchase. Uh, Banana Republic is having a great sale, um, and if you shop there now, you can get an extra fifty percent off of all of their sale items. Plus, you can get an extra ten percent on top of that off of your uh, off of your purchase. Saks Fifth Avenue Office is having a sale, and if you shop there now, you can get get an extra twenty percent off of select items. J. Crew is having a sale, and if you shop there now, you can get 40% off of Select Summer Style. And this is an online-only sale, so you have to use code uh, SUMMER, and that's S-U-M-M-E-R at checkout. The Limited is having a sale, and if you shop there now, you can buy one, get one free on all of their tops. And last but not least, Old Navy is having a sale, and if you shop there now, you can get up to uh, 50% off of all tees, jeans, and pants. Nice, and that's nice. all I have for you guys. Yes. And they can find all that at budgetshopperhawk.com. They surely can. All right. Well, thank you as always, Janera. You have a great week, okay? Okay. You do the same. I'll talk to you later. All right. Right back after this. 
This is Savage. And this is Kai. And we are from the Articulate Podcast, and you are listening to the Stephen Knight Show. Listen, that's our show. Hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget, we are all over social media. We're also on iHeartRadio, uh, Apple Podcasts. Just go to our website, thestephennightshow.com. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you again next Monday. Peace and good night. Get there.